Welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazed knitters. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. Welcome to our story pod, friends. This is episode 28, Lord Kitchener's Stitch. So this week we've got Off the Needles, Show Me Your Knits, When Good Knitting Goes Bad, Crap, I Learned at Knit Night, Things Knitters Say, and Knitting in History. Well, excellent. Yeah. Let's Do you just... want to start first? Because I think you're the only one that's got off the needles. I'm, yeah, I am the only one who's got off the needles, and I was very industrious to make sure that I had something. Oh. So, as I've stated before, I have a friend who's having a baby soon, and uh, her baby shower is coming up, and I thought I did her a blanket, and I thought, well, what else can I sort of add to this just to make it a little bit... Eh. Okay. That's not going to... Fill it out or whatever. Fill it out, yeah. just to make it a little bit more, you know... But not take a bazillion years to make. True, true. Or, and you know, like not be something that she'll never ever use. Okay. So, okay, so I went around the the Ravelry internet and I came up, I was going to make some washcloths. So Mm -hmm. she can either use them for herself, she can use them for the baby, or she can use them on the dishes. Okay. Right? There's there's tons of applications for washcloths. You Mm -hmm. can never have too many. Right? Especially pretty ones. Especially pretty ones. So I made washcloths. Um, the pattern is Vintage Hanky Washcloth, and it's by Julie Tarsha. And, uh, I just picked up some Burnett Handicrafters cotton at Michael's. Oh, like the big balls or whatever that are kind Uh, of normally in there? I have, like, the smaller one, like, the small 50-gram ones, I guess. Okay. And they're, in Canada, a buck ninety-nine thing, so, and the pattern takes three colors. Okay. So I bought three colors, and I'm gonna make three coordinating, but not matching, washcloths all out of the same colors at least that's what i'm hoping i'm starting my third and i don't know if i have enough yarn but i'm just gonna hope (laughs) that i do two for mom and one little one for baby yes Hmm. or or something like that so it's they're pretty fun nice quick project right it is they're they take a little while because i'm not very quick at knitting they're quick enough that i'll have them all done by the time she has her shower Okay. And then maybe a little thing of baby shampoo or Ooh, good idea. or some nice soap. You know, I might go to like get her for her some really nice expensive soap from the Rocky Mountain Soap Company or whatever they're called. That's a Lush nice or... that's a nice personal thing, yeah, right? You know, and it's and it's not going to cost me an arm and a leg. Mhm. And I don't know, they're cool looking. I chose some funky colors. I'm using a purple, a sky blue and like an orange. Yeah, kind so, of almost a salmon. Hey, like, I don't even know if I'd call it orange. Oh, it's orange. Is it orange? Maybe it's just the lighting. It is orange. Oh, it's orange. It's pretty orange. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's uh, definitely orange. But I was like, I, I may also have three other balls downstairs for me <laughs> in different colors. <laughs> so pattern was free? Uh, pattern was totally free and it was excellent. She even did some uh, um, errata correction to it. Not okay. that I could ever tell that there was errata. But yeah, it was great. It was Super easy, you know, like fancy, fancy washcloth. Fancy eh? looking. It's got a, does have a crochet border. Okay. So be prepared if you want to do this, that you should know some crochet or be prepared to learn via YouTube some crochet. Okay. She doesn't explain how to do it. She gives you the pattern, but she doesn't really explain how you're going to do it. She's not teaching the stitches. No, she's not teaching you how to make it. Okay. She's just expecting that you know. Which you may or may not. <laughs> Your mileage may vary. Yes, but it's a really quick pattern, and I totally recommend it. Okay, cool. Right? Yeah, and I don't have anything off the needles. Well, get start some washcloths. <laughs> That's the secret, everybody. <laughs> so you gotta do quick, easy patterns. <laughs> then you have something to talk about. Yay! So show me your knits. How about I go first? You you should. Okay, so I 
I think last session we mentioned soccer and blankie, so yep. it got me motivated to pull out my soccer and blankie. But I'm actually doing a pillow. Okay. And mine is 31 stitches. So you cast on 31 stitches, and then it's 15 stitches on a side with one stitch for the the corner. And I love it. And every time I pull it out, my daughter goes nuts. Oh, yeah. Bananas, eh? Yeah. She's just like, I need to have this for my bed. <laughs> I, ne- I, need I need to have this. this. <laughs> yes. And it's and so actually, I wouldn't mind. I actually wouldn't mind it on my uh, my couch. Your couch, yes. My couch. Because I love... It's an accent. It is. It really is. And I didn't want to commit myself to a full-size blanket because I didn't know... A, if I would have enough yarn, and B, if I would be able to commit myself to this. Because I think right. I've been working on the sock yarn blankie for more than a year now. Well, that's okay, though. I guess sometimes that's, my that's sock yarn the pillow. Yeah. Well, sometimes that's the best way to do it, is just do a little bit at a time, right? Have a continuous project that you can pick up at any time. Yeah, and it's it's nice because you do the little block and you're done, and you get that little, I finished something, and then you can move on to the next one and someday you'll be talking about it in your off the needles yay yeah how Actually, close I'm, are you to the blank to the pillow size that you want to the pillow size so i've done six six squared okay so 36 so six by six six by six and i have one more row so six more little blocks to do oh. and then i think i'm going to do a black border and then seam the black border together okay so what are you going to do for the back of the pillow uh i have two sides Oh, you're almost done both sides. Both sides, yeah. I'm oh. finishing the last six on the last side. Oh, that's cool. Are so, you going to zipper it so that you can take the pillow out and wash it? Or take I, the cover off and wash it? All these questions that you had never thought of. Well, no, actually, and I have been thinking about it. And I was thinking I could possibly fold it over. But a zipper is not a bad idea. Or possibly buttons. buttons. And just do a flap. Yeah. And then do buttons. Because I have a child... I want to be able to wash it. You also have a dog. I do also have a dog. Mm-hmm. And though he's a clean little dog, it's still a dog and it get, would get covered yeah, did, in dog hair. Oh, I'm not saying he's not a clean little dog, but you know, he'll knock over a thing of juice onto it or something. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, that's so yeah. Right. So plan ahead for it, right? Right. And so totally loving it. I love having it out. I love the, all the colors. And I would like to say I'm a person that can just reach in the bag and pull out a color and put that on next. But you're not really. I'm not. No. <laughs> I have to look. Is it balanced? How long has it been since I've used this color? Oh, see, I'm totally not like that. Oh. I'm just like, let's just do this one. <laughs> I wish. I would love to be able to just close my eyes, reach in my bag, rifle it around, and like, I'm using this one. No. Yeah. No, I can't. Not so much. No. No. Oh, well. I wish I could because it would take a lot of time component out of it. Yes. But I also thought to myself, how do I because I'd like to do something else in the sock yarn scrap blanket type thing. How do I do this where I'm not duplicating the colors all the time? Yeah. And I figured uh, one box to another. So I would have one box, dump all my my scraps in, and then pull out one skein, put it in the second box. Right. So that I'm not rifling through the same colors again. Yeah. If it's in... If it's in the left box, it's to be used. If it's in the right-hand side box, Not it's so been much. used. Yeah. That's a good way to avoid duplications. Yeah. And it's it's so nice because I have a lot of attachment to a lot of these yarns. Like, oh, this was my first pair of socks, mm-hmm. and this is what I made this it's one. It's like a quilt. It is. It's, it's, 
it's very personal because you you get to get that feeling again for all the yarns, and yet you're not having to do a full size project with all those yarns. Yeah, again. right. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, so free pattern on Ravelry. I recommend people even just go and look to be inspired by the colors. It's oh, pretty amazing. There's some pretty amazing people out there. I just want to say. Yeah. Okay, you next. Okay, so uh, in the vein of scrap blankets, uh, I also started a scrap blanket, but I've done mine. It's out of. Um, Worsted and Aaron weight mm-hmm. scraps. I don't have a lot of those, but whatever. I'll figure it out. <laughs> have you had to buy yarn for your scrap nope, not, blanket? Nope, not oh, yet. Not yet, but I may have used some full-size skeins that I bought. I don't I must have oh, been delusional. Just stash, right? Just stash. So yeah. I'm, I'm just knitting through the stash, and I'm taking donations, but mostly just knitting through the stash. So we're going to solicit ourselves to all our girlfriends at knitting. Yeah. So hey. for the girlfriends at knitting that listen to this, yeah. if you want to donate sock yarns that goes to Jen, if Aaron wait, goes Aaron, to Lex. Aaron, Aaron <laughs> worsted or even light worsted and I can just double that up. Excellent. Yes, I'll take any color. We take donations. Yep. Just saying. <laughs> Anyways, so um it the pattern is how to build a log cabin okay. by Cara Davis and it's not really a pattern more than a recipe. Oh. So she just says, cast on X number of stitches, knit for Y rows, then bind off all but one, knit across. Like, that's... Really? Yeah. It's a really interesting pattern. And then you just kind of pick what you want to do. And I, unlike... So I have a bucket, a box, I don't know, of yarn that I've got put aside for this, right? Mm-hmm. And I sort of go through and think what would look good, but I'm not going to lie. I've got two blocks done which isn't much, but yeah, they're sort of hideous. And I said to my husband the other night, I'm like, mm, does this look really bad? And he's like, who cares? Like once it's in a giant <laughs> blanket, like nobody is going to care. It will balance itself out. It will out. balance itself out. And worst comes to worst, it's like a hideous quilt. And it goes in the trailer and you use it for camping. Yeah, right? Like it's a blanket as long as it keeps you warm. <laughs> you know, I'm not making it for anybody okay. per se. I'm just making it to get rid of some stuff I have downstairs. That's what I like about projects like this, because it uses up those things that you maybe bought on a whim. Yeah. You know? And then you're like, what am I going to do with this? Oh. Yeah. oh. Anyways. <laughs> moving right along. Yeah. So that's what I'm using this stuff for. Like, there's a lot of stuff I bought early in my knitting career, and I was like, what was I thinking? You know, like, or I bought something and I really, really love it, mm-hmm. but I just, I only bought a 50 gram skein, because I was like, I was inexperienced, and I didn't know that you can't make much out of a 50 grand worsted weights gain Yeah, on its own, okay. per se. So it's just a bunch of stuff, and I have some leftovers, and, you know, just and, making it work. And it's kind of nice because it uses up all those things. I know some knitters have a passion for using up every last scrap. I am I, not one of those knitters. It's, um, she does the Brass Needles podcast. Right. And her passion is living green and using up everything and when i listen to her i'm all like yeah use all the things yeah so i keep all those things and then they get cluttery yeah that's what happens to me is i'm like oh i can't get rid of this like this ball is too big to get rid of right mm-hmm. i mean if i have like half a meter left yeah let's be serious. like let's just be serious i don't keep that but you know if i have a decent sized ball i'm like whoa i have to save this one like what am i going to use it for <laughs> A scrap blankie. <laughs> a, scramp, a scrap blankie. And I do have some uh, sock, weight, sock weight scraps that I'm thinking of. You've inspired me with your little pillow. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I need more blankets. Yeah. Well, the pillow's kind of nice because it, it's not a huge time commitment. Right. You know, like it's 
it's not a big project. Like right. it's what's thirty-six stitches times two, right? Exactly. So yeah, so cool. What else are you working on? So I started a Magrathia, and that's by Martina Bem because. I'm in a Martina Ben place. Yes. And I have doing out of... Uh, you, you live in a Martina I, Ben place. I'm currently in a Martina Ben place. And I'm doing it out of Car- Car- Cascade Heritage Silk Sock Yarn in kind of a charcoal gray colorway. Oh, excellent. That's and cool. I love it. That's an unusual color for a, scar- for a shawl. Yeah, like... I wear that's cool. My work sweater, the one I leave at work to use at work, is a charcoal gray, and I thought it would be kind of a nice neutral to throw on with that. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be cool. So that was what I was going for, but I have not. I'm kind of starting to figure out the repeats, mm. but it's it's definitely not hitchhiker for once you figure out the stitch count, You're you just give her. Yeah. And it is no, for not me. No, no, definitely no. not. Oops. But it's... It's cool, and it's silk, and it's nice, and I'm just kind of just started with it, plugging away at it. Yep. What else are you working on? Um, the other thing, I'm still working on the hopwood. I'm chugging along on that sleeve. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. Are you doing two at a time? No. No. <laughs> no, because I, I want to have a whole other sleeve when I'm done this one. <laughs> I'm not doing two at a time, but they're they're knitted onto the sweater. Like, they're okay. not seamed at the end, so. Well, I was thinking. I don't know if you can you... do them two at a time. Well, why not? I don't know. Like, might, might be a lot of flipping of the sweater that would be awkward. Yeah, so I'm just doing it once at a time. And, okay. You know. And you're confident you got enough yarn? Yeah. Because I think that was a concern. Super, super confident. <laughs> I've come to the place. So what I've decided to do is I'm going to finish the one sleeve. Then I'm going to start the next sleeve. If it, if I'm running out of yarn in the next sleeve, then I'm going to rip back the first sleeve. Okay. And just make it match that way somehow. Okay. Maybe add some color work cuffs or something. Yeah, just make it work somehow. Just- Make it work. Make it work. I'm not <laughs> just, I might just end up with like a black band around the cuffs. Oh, yeah, because it'll tie into the color work, right? Exactly. So I'm not going to be too, too worried about it. Okay. Yet. 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 That uh, might show up in a later segment at yes, another time. That might become good that it goes bad again. <laughs> Oops. So my last thing that I've been working on, because this last weekend was Easter... And I pulled out my business casual socks. Woo. And the way I refer to it being Easter is I traveled on Easter. Right. And we've had the discussion before about the amount of yarn you pack yep. for when traveling. and Because you, you might finish <laughs> two pairs of socks and a shawl yes, in a two-hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, my drive is significantly longer than two hours. But it... Uh, I actually succeeded in not packing too much yarn. <gasps> I had the discussion with myself of, okay, it's family time. I'm going to go see my family. There's not going to be a large commitment of time to knitting. It's, right. It's not like holidays where you just get to sit around and do nothing. It's a lot of visiting. Yep. So I totally did not overpack. Excellent. I'm very proud of you. I was very proud of me. I, I even think my husband was a little bit proud of me <laughs> because when he Yay. opened up the suitcase, he was like, oh, I think I had one pat. I usually have at least three projects packed in my suitcase. Yep. Plus my emergency one in my car, plus my one in my purse. Because you never know. You do never know. So How many did you have this time? I took three. Okay. And one of them comes up in a later segment. Okay. Let's just not talk about that one. Yes, dead to me. So, yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. Cool. So, we want to do Good Knitting Goes Bad? Yeah. Why don't you start Good Knitting Goes Bad? Okay. So, um... It didn't really go bad. It sort of went sideways, and but I was very frustrated. So I was doing 
the vintage hanky washcloth, right? Which mm-hmm. I said was easy. Oh, well, it is. But the, there's two crochet borders. There's like the sub crochet border and then there's the frilly one on the edge. And I done the sub crochet border and whatever, it's just half double crochets all the way around. Okay. So more of a foundation. More than... of a foundation okay. border, right? And then you crochet the real border on top of this one. And that would have been great. But for whatever reason, like I was crocheting this, right? And then, and I was reading the pattern and then it's like, and then in the next two corner stitches, I'm like, I'm nowhere near the corner of this thing. Like (laughs) what's going on, right? And so I I ripped it all back and I started it again thinking I must've missed something. Mm -hmm. And the first time I did, and I was like, oh, well that's stupid. So I went back and I'm like, okay, this time it'll work out. Next two corner stitches. I'm like, I am still like not even close. I'm like 10 stitches away. And there are sections where you skip two stitches, but like okay. I'm ten stitches away. I'm yeah, not. That's... I'm not just like three and oops, I miscounted and yeah, I can make. That's not it. a fudge. That's not a fudge. <laughs> that is like an entire segment of crocheting that I haven't done or something. And I'm like, is it the pattern? Is it me? So I just I gave up for the night and I was like, I'm done. So I watched a movie. And then I came back to the next day, and I picked it up, and I did it, and it worked. It was just like, (laughs) no, it was like, it was like, I don't know, something, you know, some heavenly chorus was like shining down on me. And I was like, how come I couldn't figure this out last night? Like, I I wasn't excessively tired. Okay. It's not like I was like, you weren't intoxicated. I wasn't intoxicated. I had zero anything. And I just could not figure it out. Could not figure it out. I was so mad. I was so I can't even tell you how mad I was because like it's frustrating. Right? Once it's you're 10 done stitches, once you're done this edging, like then you're done the whole thing, and it's crochet, so it goes by fast. I find out later, but I could not make it. I was, and then I was like, oh, maybe it's the pattern. Maybe it's the pattern. So I looked at all the pattern. I looked at the comments, right, okay. and I looked at the forum posts to see if anybody was complaining about this stupid thing not working. So you did your pattern due diligence. I looked at the errata, right? I'm like, oh, there's errata available. Maybe this is the errata. Nope. Nobody says any. Everybody's like, this is a great pattern. This is so easy. And I'm like, oh, okay. Man. So clearly this is me. <laughs> user error. It was totally user error. So if you're doing this and you're like, what is Lex talking about? This thing sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just go to sleep, wake up, and then it'll work. <laughs> it's the magic sleep. Yeah. We are, at least in accounting, and I'm sure other industries do it. We always call it looking at it with fresh eyes. Yeah. It's, you know, you're an hour before the end of your work day. And you can't find one number. And you're looking, looking, looking. You just, no, you just need to put it aside. Look at it in the morning with fresh eyes. And miraculously, boom, it's there. It's like the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't, I don't know what, I still to this day do not know what went wrong. (laughs) But I made, it works. So I'm very happy. And I've made two and I'm on my third. So. And the same problem, not with the second one. No, the second one worked. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, I have no idea what happened to that first one that I couldn't figure it out. I just could not figure it out at all. I was so mad. I'm so glad you got it figured out, though, because that would be so frustrating. It is. Mind you, I've been there. And I I just want to say, I like this pattern so much that before I give it to her, I'm going to wash them and then iron them. So that they're all like crisp. Special. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't expect anybody else to ever iron washcloths. But I'm like... I'm going to iron these <laughs> just to make the edges crisp. And it is a gift, right? And so you want to take that little extra. And let's face it, I sort of want to like, you know, make it look as good as possible for when she unwraps it. And everybody's like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I want to be like, heck yeah, yes. it's beautiful. That's my skills. I made it. <laughs> 
I have skills with a Z. (laughs) So my knitting attacks is, so I think last time I was talking about the Trillium, Jane, Martina Bem, that's where I'm at, don't judge me, and (laughs) at a Heritage Silk Paints. So I found the colorway, it's called Queen of Hearts. Okay. Totally makes sense, you know, the grays and the blacks and the reds. Right, right. Alice in Wonderland, Queen of Hearts. If you know Alice in Wonderland, it makes sense. So, I don't like it anymore. You don't like the colorway or you don't like the pattern? I love the colorway. Love the pattern. Not together. Not together. Mm. It started pooling and flashing. Pattern yarn divorce. Yeah. It's just, maybe it's too busy for me right now. I've got yeah. a lot happening in my life that I'm working with it and the busyness of it, it's just too busy. It's yeah. not working out for you. Hence, probably the reason I went with a gray shawlette when I'm doing the magnathia. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm sure you can find something else to do with the Queen of Hearts. Yeah. Like, originally, actually, when I bought this skein of yarn, I wanted to weave with it. Because I've got a rigid head of loom, and I thought that would be a great warp on it. Because the color repeats aren't too long. Then you could talk about it. I know. And I'm totally in a, lo- in a weaving place. One of the knit girls and I last night were talking about, we should have a warping party. You should. And you should bring your spinning wheel, and okay. we can warp, and we'll go to her house because she has a floor loom. Excellent. Let's do that. That sounds good, hey? Oh, yeah, and then we can talk about it. Yes. Warping. Ooh. And I sometimes think... you need to do that with other people to force you into it. You know what yeah. I Like, that sounds terrible, but just to make you face the music and go for it. It's time-consuming. It re- like, especially when you're using sock weight, and she uses the most beautiful, very fine cotton it just takes time like i asked her because she showed us some of her hand woven dishcloths and i said how long did it take you to warp this up and she's like "Mm, 20 hours what i was like what do you mean 20 hours oh my god yeah you know now is that because she's doing it i don't know much about weaving is that because you're doing it by yourself like if you had somebody to help you she did a lot of math with hers like it Mm. it is stunning i recommend to people if you want to just be inspired by beauty, go on the Ravelry boards. Look at the weaving members yeah. or the groups and just look at the pictures because... Oh, I love looking at pictures I can understand a computer generates and produces these factory bought items that we buy. Right. But for, for a human sense. being to make something that takes your breath away... Oh. It's, yes. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally makes me want to buy a floor loom. Definitely trying not to buy one. Wait till your kid grows up and moves out of the house. Then you'll need something to do. That's true. 20 and then, hours. And then you'll have an extra room. That's true. <laughs> to put a floral loom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so warping party. But definitely I want to use this colorway. Perfect. That'd be awesome. Just because I'm not a big, you know, pool and flash person. Especially when... I've seen some really cool pooling woven scarves mm. oh, have oh. you seen those yes anyways i'll link a couple in, in the show notes they are a second to amazing search them all up yes perfect okay so okay. what do we got next so crap i learned at knit night it's not really i didn't really learn it but we were talking this is a couple of weeks ago at knit night and we were talking about um i was i can't remember what i was even knitting now Oh, I think I was doing my my blank my baby blanket of doom, <laughs> and somebody was asking me what it was, and I was like, "Oh, it's it's red heart, right? Like, oh, and it's really soft, right?" She's feeling she's like, "Oh," yeah. and then she was going on about how she only has this crap yarn that she, and she doesn't really like it. And I'm like, "There is Aww. no such thing as crap yarn. Like, there's there's what you can afford, 
Mm-hmm. And there's what... We and all get to the same place in the end. Exactly. Like, you can have yarn preferences. There's definitely... Like, I definitely have pre- preferences in what I like to knit with. Mm-hmm. But I'll knit with just about anything. And every yarn, I think, has a purpose. And there's the right application for everything. I think so. You know? Like, I I am not a huge Fentex person. Just, I don't like the feel of it. I'm just not a big Fentex person. But you know yeah. what? There are people who love it. And there are, I, I hear that sleeves are awesome. Sleeves? Sleeves. Did I just, see? This is hot foot. <laughs> sleeves. Sleeves. Oh, slippers. 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 There's slippers that are awesome, but I don't know. Like, it, but you know what? Somebody out there loves it. And I sure hope. And I'm like, not buying it from you, so. Yeah. And like, I'm not, I'm not buying it from you. I'm not stealing it off the shelves. <laughs> but at the same time, you have to consider, you know, your end user. You're not going to make somebody hand wash only, you know, kivia baby blanket. Oh, boy. And they're terrified to use it, right? Yeah. Well, and, uh, and that's the thing. And I sure hope, I know we don't experience it much, if at all, in our knitting group, that I hope people aren't being subjected to yarn bias in their knitting groups. Like, oh, oh you use acrylic? Yeah. I, I, you can't come, or, you know, or even crochet. Yeah. I know I actually, I went to a, a knitting group one time and they were, one of the girls that came with me to this new knitting group was crocheting and it was like, oh, you're crocheting? Uh, I, uh, yeah, I guess you can stay. And I it was, guess you can stay. It was very hurtful, you know. No and kidding. I was... Everybody was bring so your hooks next time. <laughs> yeah, we're a bunch of hookers. Yeah. <laughs> so I just... I hope that everybody, you know, like, we're bi-craftual co- podcasts, you know? Yeah, like, and, and there's, I mean, there's a time and place for everything. So even if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, you know, I really like that and that sounds cool, but that's not what I use. That's okay. Yeah. We well, love it all. It doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as you are enjoying what you're doing or if you're not, a, if you're not the process knitter, if you're a production knitter, mm-hmm. as long as you enjoy the end product of whatever you've made, like, that's what matters. Yeah. You know, like... It's not like you can't use this stuff for something. Like I'm not, I'm not a huge, huge acrylic fan until I found Red Heart. I know, and I was like, I'm a total. And convert. I mean, like the super soft stuff. And I was like, this stuff's actually awesome. pretty good, and the colors are great, and it's so easy for a blanket that you're just gonna have to chuck in the wash, yeah. right? And see, and I'm not a big cotton person. With my arthritis in my hands, I have a hard time. It is stiff. To it's knit very with. stiff to yeah. knit with. And so, but I'm not going to be, like, judgy pants on somebody yeah. or, like, oh, and sometimes you're you just need, using cotton. Like, I, I'm not a huge cotton person. Like, I wouldn't, I, personally, I don't think I'd ever be able to knit a cotton sweater just because, like, it's killing my hands to knit mm-hmm. these washcloths. But they're perfect for washcloths. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know, your cotton's what I want to use. Or maybe linen, but. Ooh, linen would be nice. Linen yeah. would be nice. But I went to Michael's and they had cotton. So that's, yeah. what, that's what we made. And, Budget-wise, And right? budget-wise, like, this was obviously, like, th- this whole thing cost me six bucks. Really? To make three washcloths. Well, plus tax. But, you know. Yeah. Call it eight bucks. What a nice gift, you know. Like, and I know when my mom heard that I was knitting and crocheting again, she, though she is unworthy of knitted items, yes. because she said to me, Ugh, nobody wears hand knits. But she was willing to ask for crocheted and knit dishcloths, because she says mm. nothing cleans like them. Nope. So, yes. you know, there's always yeah. something. So Go to your knit night. Don't let anybody judge you. Yeah, and tell them just to 
shove it. <laughs> you can tell him I said that. <laughs> Lex on Knitting a Story says you guys should shove it. Right, right. <laughs> so things knitters say. Yeah, this is you. This is me. So I was thinking about sock yarn blankies and I happened to be trying to fall asleep and thinking about sock yarn blankies and decided to start designing one in my head as I was trying to doze off. Oh, excellent. And I don't know if you've ever done this to yourself, where you have this epiphany as you're falling asleep. Not like crazy I'm dreaming epiphany, but like a a legitimate, this is awesome, I'm going to make it. I will write it down first thing when I wake up. And then you wake up in the morning and you go, what was that awesome idea I had? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've solved knitting problems in my dreams, but... (laughs) Like legitimately? Like legitimately. I woke up. I didn't do it all what I had dreamed about, but like it somehow made sense to me yeah. that I could now figure it out. Ooh. That's not what happened with this but with this uh, crochet. I would just like to say that though. That is not what happened. <laughs> there was no midnight but I, crochet. But I've had like similar, like I've had weird dream epiphanies where in my dream I'm knitting this whatever yeah. it is. And then I'll wake up and I'll be like, I know how to fix this. And it has nothing to do with the dream, but I've just fixed it. In your brain. In my brain. You just needed that click. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm lying in bed and I'm thinking, oh, I could do this. And oh, if I did it like that, that would be awesome. And I'm like, just as I'm dozing off, I'm like, I better write this down. And I actually did this time. Excellent. And I was like, yes. Yes. But I didn't know if other people had these weird, like, I'm going to lie in bed and try and fall asleep. And I'm going to design a blanket. This would be awesome. And start planning it and the colors. And okay, how many rows would I do? And, you know, okay, if I did it like this and it would work like that, but, oh, I don't really like that. I better do it like this. And I totally physically got up. I was so proud of myself and, like, grabbed my iPhone and did, like, a very simple schematic sketch. And awesome. This, and then I could actually go to sleep because the alternative is I have to stay up all night and finish planning it because some oh. of us are a little crazy uh, Are cra- like a little crazy like that? Well, at least you just jotted it down and went back to sleep. Yeah, it's like I needed to purge it. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm good. Now I can dream about whatever <laughs> yeah. crazy things I'm going to dream about. So knitting in history, this is something you found. Okay, so I found this, I think it was on f- my Facebook feed somehow. Anyways, and I clicked on the article. And it's all about um, knitting in World War One and knitting today. Because knitting has seen, at least in North America, a recent research like surge in popularity. Mm. And I remember like there was a bunch of articles in the newspaper a couple of years ago around just before the time I started knitting I think and my my dad was convinced that this is why I started knitting because of these articles (laughs) and it wasn't but it just happened right and um so you know they're talking about you know how the recent surge now you know and there's all the like let's knit sweaters for the penguins penguins, yeah right which the penguins do not need sweaters by the way I've read several articles about penguins they don't need sweaters they have way too many sweaters yeah if they, you donate chances are they are reselling them yeah. and making money and if you're okay with that hey man hey good on you do your thing whatever but it's not going to be put on actual oil slick penguins okay anyways so they're talking about how that sort of echoes to a less alarming degree um, the World War One knitters, you know, knit for your boys, knit for the men, mm-hmm. you know, give them socks and them hats and how primarily women who were doing a lot of the knitting back in um, Britain and in North America and elsewhere in Europe, they were doing it 
you know, hats and stuff because there wasn't enough supply. Like there mm-hmm. wasn't enough from the government to these people and they were like freezing basically to death. Have you ever read, read anything about trench warfare? It is horrifying. Yeah. Horrifying. I'm a, also kind of a history buff. So anyways, it's pretty neat. And then towards the end of the article, so they're talking about the, all this stuff, right? And how it's rah, rah, rah. And we'll link, or one of us for sure will link the article. We'll, we'll link the, the article, yeah. Um, the article has a lot of, it. yeah. The link is not very computer friendly. So just look on the show notes. It'll be there. And uh, it explains where the Kitchener stitch comes from on our socks. Primarily oh. the socks, but you mm-hmm. can also use it in various other places where you need to join two pieces of knitting yeah. seamlessly together. Um, for those who aren't quite sure what I'm talking about, if you're knitting socks cuffed down, you end up with two ends of a toe that need to be sewn together, basically. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going to have ventilation on your... Grafted, right? Grafted. It needs the... to graft. So the Kitchener stitch was invented by Lord Kitchener in mm-hmm. England. And okay. he contributed a sock pattern for women to knit because the seams i guess what used to happen is they would just seam the sock at the toe together but that would rub on the soldier's toes and cause them to bleed oh and you don't want lots of walking right lots of walking i mean like trench war like this world war one was still trench warfare it was muddy it was cold they were losing limbs there was rats like you don't want bloody toes yeah at the best of times (laughs) and certainly not at the worst of times so he developed this pe- this stitch, basically, so that it was seamless and there was no rubbing. That's amazing. Ah, and I was just like, I'd never considered where the Kitchener stitch actually came from. Like, I, I just thought it came from wherever all the other knitting stuff came from. The ethereal zone. Yeah, like, handed knitting. down generation to generation. Like, to believe that that stitch is not even, well, it's now, what, 100 years old? 100 years old, give or take. That's yeah. not really old for a stitch. No, not really. Yeah, that's amazing. I just thought it was really cool that it was, I mean, back then a lot of men did do knitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, my stepfather was German, and he did knitting in school. Okay, yeah, I think it was, a, so it's just culturally changed, right? It just, it has culturally changed, and everybody thinks it's old ladies that do it, but yeah. it's not. Anyway, I just thought it was really neat that it, where it the came from. The source of the Kitchener stitch. Yeah. You can actually... And why it came into existence. Yeah, like mother of necessity. Yeah. What is it? Necessity is the mother of invention. There we go. You're like, oh, I need to develop a stitch that doesn't have a seam. Let me just sit down and work on this. Yeah, like... And let's just say, if you've ever done Kitchener, it's freaking magic. It is magic. The first time I ever did it, I was like, this isn't going to work. This and then I'm like, <laughs> I can't even see. I know. It's awesome. Oh. Lord so, Kitchener, thank two you. thumbs up. Thank you, Lord Kitchener. Yes. We love you. All right, so that's the end of this week. So please join us at our blog at knittingastory.wordpress.com. Facebook at Knitting a Story. And Ravelry at Knitting a Story Podcast. I don't think we need to spell our names. You no, all know us. I'm beloved of Bast. And I'm Jen's account. Yeah. Yeah. 28 <laughs> episodes. We're going there. I know. That's We're like halfway through a full year, sort yeah, of. Yeah, I think our anniversary is June. June 22nd, I think. Not that I'm counting. <laughs> I know it's a little bizarre. Yes. But, you know, that's Well, we're glad to be at episode 28. We're glad that everybody's listening. We love it when you friend us on, on Ravelry so we can creep on your beautiful projects. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You guys keep us inspired. So For thanks sure. so much, and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Have a good one.